The week-long three-game losing streak is over. We can all rest peacefully heading into the All-Star break and the Bruins bye week with a win here tonight over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's talk about it and do a quick cup check here on a live episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome to a special episode of Locked On Boston Bruins being recorded immediately following a win over the Toronto Maple Leafs that was much needed as the Bruins had dropped their previous three, and they're now heading into their bye week and the All-Star break coming up this weekend. Thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Please do smash that subscribing so that you never miss a thing. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Locked NHL Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Uh, let's pop that up here. And uh, get going. It's technically Wednesday night. I'm recording this right after the Bruins have beaten the Maple Leafs by a score of 5-2. to two. Because like most of the Bruins, save for Linus Ulmark, David Pasternak, Jim Montgomery, who are heading to Florida for the All-Star Game, I am heading tomorrow for a vacation. And uh wanted to get a podcast out to recap this game and bring you the latest cup check. A look at where the Bruins rank among the top five teams in the NHL. Could not agree more with the comment. First comment of the night on YouTube. They couldn't have picked a better team to get back to winning against. Feels so good to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes, they were without Austin Matthews, but still have a ton of talent. We saw that on the Mitch Marner goal specifically. But the Bruins getting the win, ending the three-game losing streak that resulted in losses to the Tampa Bay Lightning, an overtime loss to the Florida Panthers, another loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. And we've talked about how good the record has been, how teams go through ups and downs, but nobody wanted to head into the all-star break and the bye week on a four-game losing streak, and especially not with the fourth game coming against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Always good to beat the Leafs. The Leafs outshot the Bruins 35-29. They took advantage of one of their power play opportunities. The Bruins failing to score on the power play yet again here tonight. They did get a shorthanded goal from Derek Forbort that kicked off the scoring 
after a scoreless first period. The aforementioned Marner tied things up. Brandon Carlo, of all people, scored on a pretty dominant shift for the Bruins against the Maple Leafs' fourth line. That was pretty gassed by the time the puck went in the net. A.J. Greer added the third goal for the Bruins, which stood as the game winner. Kelly Yarncroft brought the Leafs to within one, but Pavel Zaka scored two goals in, what's my math, three minutes and nine, 11 seconds, sorry, to seal it for the Bruins. He's been absolutely on fuego since signing his contract extension. And, um, you know, we talk about the trade deadline coming up. Hampus Lindholm was a win last year for Don Sweeney. Pavel Zaka, a surefire win for Sweeney in the offseason, having been flipped for Eric Howla. Just a huge game for the Bruins overall. They, I wouldn't say it was a must-win, but again, the vibes much more positive heading into All-Star Weekend and the bye week coming off a win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. AJ Greer was one assist shy of the Gordie Howe hat-trick. He scored and then immediately dropped, not immediately, but a shift or two later, dropped the gloves with Wayne Simmons. And again, some unlikely contributors stepping up here for the Bruins tonight. Patrice Bergeron kept off the board, zero points to his name. David Krejci picked up an assist on one of Zaka's goals. The check line coming up big in the late going. Uh, Pasternak with an assist, but only two shots on goal. The big bear in this one. Could give it to Forbort for getting things going with that snipe shorthanded, but it was really Pavel Zaka who stepped up in this one. He led the team with six shots on goal. He had the two goals to ice the game. Uh, yes, they came after the eventual game-winning goal, but they were still super important for the Bruins. And uh, again, he's been playing fantastic since signing that contract extension let's take a look at his current uh pace right now after tonight's game coming into tonight's game he was on pace for 15 goals 39 assists for 54 points he now has 11 goals in 51 games which puts him on pace for 17.6 goals. Let's round that up to 18, shall we? And then he's got 35 points in 51 games, over 82 games. That puts him on pace for 56. So a career season for Zaka by all measures, and he really is fitting in well with the Boston Bruins. The big takeaway from tonight is the win that ends Boston's losing streak such as it was, they're now 39, 7, and 5 through 51 games. They have a point percentage of 814, a goal differential of plus 81, and that puts them ahead of everyone when it comes to 
assessing the top five teams around the NHL and who is in line to win the Stanley Cup. Now, the Carolina Hurricanes, in the only other game tonight, they beat Buffalo by a score of 5-1. to one. They're seven points back. And Boston's toughest competition out there, likely. And we will talk about that here coming up after the break as we do our weekly cup check. But first, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the new sports betting partner here on the Locked On Network. They're the official sports book of the NFL. And if you're new to FanDuel, it's even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads. Who will score a touchdown? The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, super easy to use, and you get paid your winnings instantly. Join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sponsor, sorry, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL and of Locked On. All right, so we have a clearer picture now of how things stand at the All-Star break. The Bruins have played 51 games. That's kind of middle of the pack. Fewest games played is 48 by several teams. Uh, a couple teams have played 53 games. The Bruins right now, like I said, even after the three-game losing streak that they just went through, seven points ahead of the Carolina Hurricanes, who are red hot. They've won seven in a row, 9-0-1 over their last 10, including won just a couple of days ago against our Boston Bruins. So they're probably the toughest competition. The Bruins would have to get through one of Tampa Bay and Toronto in round two in order to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and play those Hurricanes. All five teams again this week in the top five are from the Eastern Conference. The Maple Leafs, after dropping tonight's game, are actually behind the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa is five points back, but they've played four fewer games than Toronto. Point percentage, for those of you not familiar with point percentage, you look at the points earned by a team, but it's important to look at the games that they've played. So Tampa's played 48 games, and they've picked up 67.7 of all available points. The Maple Leafs, 67.3 of all available points. They're dead even in goal differential at plus 34. In fact, Toronto and Tampa currently have both scored 175 goals, and they have allowed 141 goals. Oh, yeah, I was going to try to um, try something new here and share my screen while I'm talking to you guys. 
So here's a look at the NHL standings. Here are the top five teams. You have Toronto, Tampa, separated by the slimmest of margins, point percentage-wise, identical goals for, identical goals against, and each have plus 34 goal differentials. You can see here, though, it's a tail a bit different when it comes to their past 10 games. Toronto 5-4-1, Tampa 8-2-0, and oh, and uh, the Lightning very real possibility of catching Toronto, especially with Austin Matthews out for a couple more weeks yet and gaining home ice advantage in that first round. Not the be all end all. We remember last year, Toronto lost to Tampa in game seven on home ice. Um, and so, yeah, it's not, definitive but you have a pretty good chance of winning when you have home ice third place team new jersey devils they have been on their bye week this week 694 point percentage a plus 40 goal differential 68 points they're now eight back of carolina for first in the metro but two games in hand on them as well Really, right now, it's a two-horse race between Boston and Carolina. It kind of scares me, seeing as Carolina took care of the Bruins quite, I don't know, quite handily, but fairly handily, let's say, the other night. The Bruins, of course, without Jake DeBrusque, he'll be back for the first game after the break against the Washington Capitals, and uh, that will be a huge boost for the Bruins, obviously. Out west, you see some teams that obviously you advance to the Stanley Cup final. You'll have to play the top team in the west Dallas, Seattle, Winnipeg, Vegas, who had some rough news today with Mark Stone having back surgery. He's out indefinitely. He's their captain, a uh, fantastic winger for them. Perhaps the silver lining is that they'll now have $9.5 million to put on LTIR, and that's something they can add prior to the trade deadline. So look out for Vegas. We know they're not trade or risk adverse when it comes to loading up. Just see Jack Eichel um, last season. Well, let's check the uh, chat feed here. I am recording live on YouTube. Jesse shoving stuff saying, yeah, buddy. First to be talking about that well-fought smoke show. Ken Mancino, bad break. Carlo Ulmer colliding. Yeah, we all remember that in Tampa. Um, the Florida, they should have won that game, let's be honest. And uh, nice win by the Bruins tonight in Toronto. Everybody feeling good about going into the all-star break and the bye week on a win. Now, when it comes to the playoff opponents, Bruins first in the East, they would play the second wildcard spot. That is currently locked down by the Washington Capitals. Uh, actually, it's Washington's in the first wildcard spot by points. But if you look at the Eastern Conference by point percentage, you have 
Pittsburgh in seventh, the Capitals in eighth, with the Buffalo Sabres. Talk about point percentage. Washington, 56.6% of their available points that they have gained. Buffalo, 56. So a very slim margin as well. The Sabres with a real shot at moving up into the Eastern Conference playoff picture. That's something to keep an eye on. But when it comes to the cup check, Boston healthily in first this week, followed by Carolina, New Jersey, Tampa, and Toronto. I mean, could easily see um, Boston playing the winner of Tampa, Toronto in the first round, Carolina, New Jersey meeting in the second round. Top four matchup (laughs) heading into the Eastern Conference Finals. It's not going to be an easy road for the Bruins to get to the Stanley Cup Final, unfortunately, with the five best teams in the NHL right now coming from the Eastern Conference. All righty. Coming up after the break, we're going to look ahead at what's next for the Bruins. Talk about the bye week, all-star break. Brad Marchand just rolling through Twitter lately. But first, a quick word about our second sponsor today, which is Built Bar. We've been talking about Built Bars on the Locked On Network for years, about how you can order them online at Built.com, put together your favorite box of flavors, and know that they are good for you and delicious. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, but there's only about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. You don't have to wait anymore. You can head to your nearest Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, grab a box of four, or Sam's Club. They have 13 bar boxes with all the hit flavors. Go pick some up. Built Bar, the perfect balance of taste and health benefits don't have to feel guilty about eating a delicious snack anymore. All right, let's wrap up here today by giving some props to Brad Marchand for keeping us all entertained on Twitter leading up to this game. He was um, very active last night. He replied at me once again, a bit, a bit blue his response to one of my tweets, but I'm thankful that he does not go at me like he does others making references to, um, well, he deleted some others as well that poked fun at people's appearances, things like that. Today though, um, he was asked before the Maple Leafs game, about a comment he made to Craig Morgan, who covers uh, the Coyotes, about Trevor Zegras trash-talking Troy Stetcher last week. Uh, He told Craig to shut his pie hole. A Toronto reporter asked him about it. Brad wasn't inclined to answer. And then Steve Dangle got involved. Brad posted a picture of Steve in a pose saying, was that your mighty roar? 
Dangle tried to come back. Very entertaining. Um, and we are fortunate to be privy to Brad Marchand's uh, shenanigans on Twitter. Uh, makes things much more entertaining. Like I mentioned off the top, David Pasternak, Linus Allmark, Jim Montgomery, all heading to Florida for this weekend's All-Star festivities, which began Friday with the skills competition. The game slash tournament goes Saturday. After that, the Bruins all will be off until, well, they'll probably reconvene for practice on the 9th or the 10th, and then they'll be back in game action on the 11th against the Washington Capitals. Not so coincidentally, I will be off as well, uh, heading out to the airport shortly. Not shortly, in the morning, probably after you've heard this, if you're listening tomorrow, Thursday. Going to Jamaica with my wife to celebrate some big milestones in life. It's always good to take some time to celebrate. We're thankful that we have grandparents stepping in to watch the boys. And um, I will be off from the 2nd until the 9th. So don't expect regular podcasts in that time. If indeed something happens between now and then, I will jump on if there's a trade. If Pasternak resigns, I would expect that's not going to happen because he'll be busy with all-star stuff. He'll be busy taking a break next week. Well-deserved vacation. Um, So just know that if the feed goes dark for a few days, that's where I'm at. I'm by the beach, by the pool, drinking some mojitos. Thank you, Tim. Impossible Pie. I plan on having a great vacation. Got some books. Got all-inclusive package. It's going to be great. Anthropomorphous Talking Gourd. Do you think Sweeney needs to make a move before the deadline? Yes, probably. Some depth up front and on the blue line. You need to have it in the playoffs. Anyways, that's it for tonight's episode, today's episode. If you're listening on Thursday, thank you so much for making January the biggest month in the history of the podcast. February probably won't because we're going dark for a couple days, but when I get back, full steam ahead to the trade deadline. March is going to be huge. Hopefully there's some trades, Pasternak extension. Then we got the playoffs starting, which hopefully will last for quite some time. Take care of yourselves, friends. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you again here next time on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.